Hello and good evening and welcome to another episode of Religions, Regimes and Refugees and the Multicultural Mess and Secular Scam. Thank you so much for joining me again today. I hope you had a great day. Um, I did not actually. Uh, I'm sorry uh, to have to say it this way. This is not a good uh, post or podcast or day I want to remember. Uh... It's happening a lot lately, and yes, we are talking about Ankita Singh, uh, who unfortunately succumbed to um, to uh, being burnt alive um, in what is called uh, termed as love jihad, but we know that it's uh, uh, ongoing colonial arrogance and. Um, of the religions who invaded this land and who have committed uh, crimes upon humanity for thousands of years but refuse to accept that they are colonial empires but not religions of God. Uh, they have nothing to do with God and I don't know which God, uh, really, which God who built who made the sun the moon the stars the earth the the solar system has to burn people alive to convert them to their religion of peace or pieces which god uh because there is no such thing as god there are colonial empires who refuse to give up their power and their colonial um arrogance and so their hangover is still going on and this hangover is termed as some religion god culture and we cannot defy them because they are actually sent by god and um, of course if you give them a, a, a taste of their own medicine then all hell breaks through so let's start with ankita ankita singh uh, died after being set ablaze by her neighbor Shahrukh uh, Hussein. Uh, on the 23rd of August, um, she, uh, a girl, she was set alive on fire by a man after she rejected a proposal from him. According to reports, a man poured petrol on, on the sleeping girl and set her on fire. The incident took place in the Jharkhand Dumka district, uh, came to light recently. According to the police, a 19-year-old man named Shahrukh Hussein used to follow Ankita on the pretext that he was in love with her. When she refused, he became angry. On the 23rd of the month, while he was sleeping, he poured patrol on her and set her ablaze. Ankita sustained 90% injuries and immediately taken to hospital. She breathed her last at 2.30 a.m. on August 28 while un undergoing treatment at the hospital. The police registered a case against the arrested Shahrukh Hussein, along with another youth, Chotu Khan, who supplied him with patrol, was also arrested. A case of murder has been registered against both of them on social media. It is said that this is the, la the last message about the killer, Shahrukh Hussein, before death. Um, um, the last... Uh, Th that uh, Ankita Singh's last message was she accused uh, she accused um, uh, Shahrukh of setting her ablaze and gave her last testimony before dying. Uh, I, I'm, I'm stunned. What even stunned me even further down the tubes is that she, only after a big hue and cry did 
the Jharkhand CM, uh, Heman Soren, Soren um, then decides to give 10, 10 lakh, which is absolutely nothing in today's life, um, today's world, 10 lakhs to the next of kin. Is that going to help? Is that all you're going to do? Okay, 10 lakhs. If this was the reverse happened, we know that uh, the whole world would have come to a full stop. The planet would have started moving. But it's not okay. Uh, but it is okay if the if uh, a non-Abrahamic, a non-Hindu, uh, um, a, a Dharmic, uh, a pagan is being burned to life because this is exactly what needs to be done. Because we are children of a lesser god. Is what Abrahamic religions teach you literally. Um, Again, uh, let's start by saying we're having a conversation to bring, to vent, uh, to, to, um, to have a discussion as a control vent for our emotions. Because we all know we're angry, we all know we're hurt, we all know that there is a lot of pain, and by using any type of violence is not uh, acceptable. Okay, the violence in our homes leads to the violence in the streets. The violence in our streets leads to the violence in our borders. So, the only way to vent our emotions and give give a control vent to our emotions, to our anger, and find solutions to the problem, is by having a discussion. And 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 uh, this is what we're doing right now. We're having that discussion. So, uh, let's start with. Uh, the young girl, we're going to say to her, we're sorry. We're sorry. We apologize that you succumb. We apologize that you had to go through this trauma. We apologize that your life was so short and it en ended in tragedy. Uh, your legacy will not be lost. You were absolutely beautiful. And I know you had hopes and dreams and desires. You wanted to be a police officer. You wanted better things, a better life for your family. You struggled with your mother's death. You struggled in life and you've ended it this way, but we will not forget you, Ankita. We will not forget your your legacy. We will not forget your dreams, and we will live for a better tomorrow. We will change, and we will use your journey and your legacy to be better. Uh, to your parents, to your father, to your family, we apologize for the trauma that is caused by for you, uh, by the loss of your daughter. We apologize for not being there for you, for the society that we have created for our silence. We apologize. We are sorry that it, it ended this way. But your daughter, I'm sure she was beautiful. I never met her. We don't know her. We never knew you. But she is our sister, our daughter, and you are our family. And we will rise up uh, for wherever we are. We will find that voice and we will be better. We will make sure that your daughter lives on among all of us. Um, and, and, and we will... We will make it better. We will make it better uh, for the next generation to be better. Your daughter was beautiful. Uh, it matters. Uh, she matters. Every life matters. Every species matters. And, and for her sake and for your sake and your family, we will make sure that this country is a better place to live in. And we will not forget your daughter, absolutely. Uh, so... Basically, what went on is that um, a, a young lad, a young youth in Jharkhand, the Dumka district, a Muslim boy, uh, and the which the um, 
which the newspapers have not even mentioned, okay? They are too scared to even mention. They talk about a stalker. They have no courage, absolutely no courage to mention his name or what, what group he belongs to. Although the label doesn't matter, it's the mentality that matters. Like I always say, it's not the label that defines our mentality, it is the mentality that defines the label. So this young lad belonging to uh, uh, an Islamic group um, was stalking uh, Ankida and after he stalked her, she refused. She you know, put her foot down, he set her ablaze through petrol through the window and when she was sleeping and he and she was inflicted with 90% burns. What is more stunning, as is the father says, that he didn't have money to take her to hospital or to give her better treatment. If he was able to give her better treatment, if he had money, he would be able to give her better treatment. So the first problem lies, or the, the second problem lies there. Not only has this society decayed into letting uh, relics of colonial empires continue their colonial arrogance and their crimes upon humanity in the name of God, the second problem here is that the hospitals do not give you the best of treatment if you don't have money. So the first thing they're asking you is for money. You see someone, you see someone dying, you see someone poor, and it doesn't matter. Their life doesn't matter. It matters only if you have money. Uh, that, my dear friend, is a crime against humanity. Whichever the hospital, whichever the doctor, you have to realize that someone in need, someone in pain, someone suffering after being burned is cruel, cruel to the core. But we keep doing it. We, we refuse them treatment for the sake of money. That is also a crime against humanity. We have to talk about it. Why was this girl not given better treatment? Her father said that she would have survived if, uh, if there were, if the, if they got the money from the godforsaken uh, chief minister of Jharkhand who was on a picnic, if he had given money before, maybe they could have got better money and treatment for her, but she was denied or she couldn't get better treatment for the simple fact that she didn't have money. That means somewhere up the line, they told her, no, we, we can't offer you or we can't give you or there is no treatment because you're going to need money in a hospital. And obviously the hospitals are not free, the med medical health system is not free. Uh, we understand there are 1.4 billion people and we cannot have free medicine. But when you see cases like this, where the, the person is suffering to the core and you deny them medical health, uh, treatment, it is a crime against humanity. So that is point number two. Point number three, uh, I don't even know where point number three is because I'm, I'm, I'm already shaking. Uh, I was, this guy, it has been indoctrinated, and we have mosques indoctrinating the youth to carry actions like this, okay? Um, we will go to the history of this, but let me just tell you, uh, there is a verse in the Quran, it's called, it's verse, Quran, Surah 4.56, and it says, uh, indeed, those who disbelieve in our verses, we will drive them into a fire, 
Every time their skins are roasted through, we will replace them with, with other skins so that they may taste the punishment. Indeed, Allah is ever exalted and might wise, and in might and wise. Um, of, course they, of course, they call this the they call this uh, peaceful. Um, uh, the, the text is, um, the previous verse is Surah 4.55, and among them believed in it, and some among them were versed to it, and sufficient is hell as a blaze. So they are trying to replicate hell, uh, the fire of hell in on this earth, and so that you will go to hell in, in the next life. This is what the religion says, or their ideology says. Of course, the, the, the answer is, um, yes, this was only in war, but they are in a constant state of war to eradicate anyone who does not submit to their arrogance. And their supremacy. That is what the ideology is. They are the truth, the way, the wife, the life. They are perfect. They are absolutely the only truth, and everyone has to absolutely believe in them and okay, be okay with it, and submit to them in in total um, subservience. Only they can rule over you. Only they can. Um, um, only they can. Um, they they can control your mind and and subjugate you and and take your money um, make you their slaves uh, in the name of God because of course all this is being done in the name of God God has asked them the God who made heaven and earth in seven days the God who made the sun the moon the stars the mountains the rivers all in seven days he needs a bunch of goons and a bunch of uh, colonial relics with absolute arrogance uh, to uh, to set us ablaze, to set this world on blaze and submit in subservience, of course to him, but controlled by men. Uh, literally, um, this, my dear friend, is what Abraham is all about. It's not just one group, it's all three of them. Uh, but this particular group in, in particular has has come up with this. So this is the ideology behind it. Uh, Surah 4 4.55, 4.56. Um, and in this country, we call this love jihad. Um, we will get to that. We will get to that uh, in a minute. But um, let me just explain historically what this is. Okay. We know this. This is not all religions are colonial empires. Okay. Every single group, especially the Abrahamic groups are colonial empires. We've come through civilization the last 5,000 years at least, if not more, uh, of feudalism. Feudalism means power. Feudalism means on one on top of the other. Okay, uh, One group has power, subjugates. The other will then slowly go to the cycle. They will lose power. The group on the, at the bottom will then rise up. They will do the same thing to the previous group. Um, and the cycle goes on. And every time someone has power, they want to subjugate you. Okay, that subjugation, they will go to war, they will subjugate you. Uh, the best way to subjugate you is either rape your women, behead your people, kill, murder, um, gang rape, um, enslave, and all of this is part of that, I, part of war, part of colonization or feudalism okay it is practiced across time it is practiced by every single group not one group is is out of this um, this equation 
Over time, we've gotten, uh, it's become too much for humanity to take. And over time, we've given up these colonial empires. But these colonial empires have very conveniently uh, rebranded this as God. God asked them to do it. And that's why you have verses of this in the Quran. You have, um, you have the uh, Christian groups doing this. Even um, you have... Um, uh, Judaic groups doing this, you had other empires, Persian empires, uh, Roman empires, uh, Hindic empires, um, all, every single one has done this. Uh, you have the recent war in Ukraine where people, women are being raped. Um, they're not talking about it, but it's happened. We have UN soldiers uh, going to Africa, going to places where there war, and instead of going to and, and, and taking care of war, um, and, you know, reducing and, and making sure that the population is calm, the society is calm. There's a lot of rape that goes on, even, even in the UN, among the UN soldiers. We have rape going on in Kashmir. We have rape going on everywhere. We have people being killed alive, but it has, it has its part of the cycle of life. All this is embedded into our psyche. And like I like to say, we are currents and waves. It's our currents that form the waves. All of this is embedded in our psychic. Our psychic is cyclic. Our energy field is cyclic. So it repeats and repeats and repeats until you have the courage to offload it. You go back into, into time, cycle after cycle, every generation. You make every junction in life and in, in, in uh, um, educational uh, laboratory, um, an educational laboratory, you make it into an intellectual laboratory and you will learn what went wrong, why it went wrong, repeat, you go to the next uh, junction, you understand the cycle, what happened again, and you uh, we will see this repeat and repeat and repeat until the cycle comes to an end and then you have the next wave coming and it's the same because the same garbage is in the ocean if it goes back into the ocean it will affect the ocean at one point of time and it keeps repeating and keeps coughing up the same garbage back on shore you have to throw the garbage out the only way to throw the garbage out is have the courage to have that conversation very, very important. Having the courage to have that conversation is the most important thing that you will ever have. Uh, you have to have that conversation with your friends, with your friends at home, your family, your social media groups, uh, write to your, sc your schools, your colleges, uh, write to your local leaders, write, write to your local politicians, your local um your state politicians, your municipal leaders, your your police, uh, your local police. Um, um, absolutely, you have to have you have to have that conversation. If you do not have that conversation, all the violence in our mind is going to repeat and repeat. Just as the positive repeats, the negative repeats. We are negative and positive. But if we don't have that conversation, we live in fear, and that fear takes away our confidence. The less confidence we have, the more this is this is going to happen. So you have to understand, the people do not want you to have conversations because they do not want to give you confidence. When they do not want to give you confidence, they will chastise you, they will keep you quiet, they will degrade you, they will uh, annihilate you, they will talk about all types of, of ways of, of, 
of uh, stopping you having that conversation because they do not want you to change. They want power over you. And power over you means your silence, your subjugation, so that they get power. It's important to have that. Uh, and 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 this is why we were stopped from having a conversation all these years. Now with the social media, we have the ability to have that conversation and you have to start using this as a window of opportunity to have that conversation. Every junction has to be made in intellectual laboratory because it repeats generation after generation after generation. So we know that we've had... Uh, invasions in this country, invasions, occupations, the Islamic invasions, the Christian invasions, the Persians, the Huns, the Greeks, and God knows who many uh, else uh, invaded these lands and um, subjugated slowly by slowly. But we have been fighting over time, uh, slowly but surely the, the civilization has come to an end. And because the civilization has come to an end, we have been fighting for power, for land, for money. Uh, the, 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 the civilization that was so great that so much of money, so much of power, uh, that people came here from all over the world. And the more they came here, the more uh, people fought, they formed, the more people fought with each other. Um, uh, allied with different groups and and made became splinter groups and fought with each other and as we fought with each other uh, we slowly came to an end because we were weakened in the inside we forgot the knowledge and so slowly by slowly by slowly we succumbed and we've ended up into a spiral of vendettas uh, where we are fighting with each other we're arguing with each other we've divided ourselves into groups and that's led to invasions that's led to to, uh, occupations that led to repressions uh, that's led to colonization of our mind divided society fear lack of confidence and it's led to us the rape continuing uh, day after day after day and so we have to have that start having that conversation again the rape is happening the uh, the um, the jihad, the love jihad is happening um, and and the burning of our youth, uh, women, youth, men, uh, the murder of our youth. So to submit and subjugate uh, to these colonial, uh, to the colonial hangover of these, uh, um, um, of the invaders who came here and rebranded themselves as, uh, as religions of God is continuing and that the, the, the country, the government has been silent on this. Um, is, is a crime in itself. It, they are not going to stop being silent until you stand up. And that is very important to say. So uh, let's start by saying what is love jihad? Uh, love jihad is, uh, or should I say, um, love jihad is another form of proselytization. Okay, uh, It's another form of proselytization and subjugation of people uh, to submit to the colonial hangover of these colonial invaders, colonial religions. Okay, it is a colonial hangover. They are so uh, uh, indoctrinated and sick in their mind, so sick in their mind that they they don't know they 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 cannot see anything more. They they have got used to it. It's become a normal for them. 
It's become a normal to say that they are come from God and they have divine intervention and they have to come and save you. Their goal is to save you for salvation, but behind the scenes, it's all about politics and power. It's a way of continuing their colonization and their arrogance uh, in, on a society that has been weakened over time, that has been raped, that has been stolen, and that our, our leadership has sold us out instead of Re res resurrecting uh, her, her society, she has sold us out completely. Uh, and so it is our time to have this conversation. So the two groups that are involved in this is Christianity and Islam. They have they are the only two groups have created havoc across the planet. If you know everywhere you go on this planet, you will see one Christian group, you will see one Islamic group. They are heads-on Wherever they go on the planet, everywhere, as an ex-Christian, I am telling you this is a fact. Um, and their goal is to subjugate the planet into their, uh, to their, uh, to their colonial hangover and the arrogance. They just cannot give it up. They are so drunk with power that they cannot remember how long they've been drunk anymore. They've been so drunk with power they don't even they don't even realize it. It has become a normal. Um, and so they continue their proselytization through any type of method, violent uh, lies, coercion, um, misinterpretation, force, influence, allurement, fraudulent means by marriage, and, and here we go. Now let me start by just saying I come from a, a very uh, family with where everyone has almost everyone of my generation has left almost okay um, we have left we've married outside our groups and we are a multi-faith multi whatever you want to call us uh, family uh, but we really do not follow any type of religion okay we, we, we are done especially as Roman Catholics we like don't call us we'll call you Okay, we are completely done. We have people from all groups in our families and we're just done with this nonsense. It is an insult and, and, and we don't even want to laugh anymore because we're so sick of it. Uh, and if any, any, anyone priest comes up to us, you know, we have no problem with looking up to them and say, yeah, yeah, yeah. Take your stuff and go somewhere else. So this is all about coercion. This is all about proselytization. They will use any way to proselytize because at one point these groups had totalitarian power over the subcontinent uh, for the last 400 years uh, in different formats, in different forms, in different times. We, there were the Christian groups that had uh, um, that came here, and um, during the past. Um, 15 or well, 1300 years since starting with 711 and going up to 1707 and beyond because it did not get over they had the 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 Islamic groups invaded with their ecosystem which is still on ground so these groups are desperate and nostalgic to get back to power the only way to get power is to uh, to increase change the demographic demographics on the land they will not they are such supremacist groups that they cannot understand. They will never say that they have any problem. There is never a problem with them. They never make one mistake. They are perfect. There is no concept of introspection, a zero concept. And so in order, in order to continue their colonial arrogance, they have to convert people because as, as a society where we're educated, 
We ourselves are leaving. We are leaving in bulk. There is an exodus. How do you stop us? How do you keep hold on the population? By converting other people and bringing them into the fold. Now, when you have knowledge and you know all this is going on, you're not going to subjugate to, to this colonial arrogance of, of these two groups, uh, which have caused, which have reduced this planet into a refugee factory. Um, so you're not going to, to submit. And when you don't submit, they will then rape you, burn you, uh, um, uh, use coercion, influence, force, misinterpretation, fraudulent means. And the Hindu is because the concept of Hind has been sold by the Indian National Congress and uh, for money and power. They have absolutely put it in their mind that unless they convert the Hindu, they are all going to hell. The world will be a better place when they convert the Hindu. Uh, because we are the last of the pagans remaining and their colonial arrogance is, is so at such a high peak that they cannot accept uh, that you know, uh, that there actually exist people uh, that do not submit to them and that for 3,000 years they've, they've spread their slime across the subcontinent or across the planet and the only group have refused to, to submit to their colonial arrogance is, is Hindu. We have not submitted. Everyone else has fallen. In 400 years, South America has fallen, North America has fallen, Europe has fallen, um, you know, Africa has fallen, Asia has fallen, Australia, guess who's not fallen? India. Hindustan. Bharat. Why? Because we had knowledge, we had confidence. So if you want to stop this, you have to give yourself the knowledge, you have to give yourself the confidence, and you have to stand up against this across the board, whoever you are, whatever your label is, it's a mentality, it's not a label. You also have to have the confidence at your home and, and stop the violence in your homes to stop the violence in your streets. So basically there is uh, this, what happened to Ankita is, is coercion for conversion and proselytization. It is one of the formats of proselytization that goes on. And the Indian National Congress has closed their eyes on this, giving them the green card to convert and run their fraudulent empires and their colonial hangovers um, to, the, to the maximum. Um, and because they've been indulged in this manner to increase their vote bank so that the Congress behind the scenes get all the votes because behind this is a huge Congress machine that says to you, give your vote to the Congress. If you don't give your vote to the Congress, we will come to you with all our might. And one of the ways is, is burning of women, uh, coercion, forcing them to convert, proselytization, rape, murder, uh, gang rape, all of that is part of the strategy, the wider strategy uh, from behind the scenes of the Congress machine who, who, who is the agent, the political agent for Christians, uh, Christianity and Islam in India. They have obviously been bought out by these two groups. Um, they have rebranded themselves as secular, but behind that secular is a machine and, and, and uh, and not only is a machine, but it's a machine uh, um, um, supported by the uh, socialist, Marxist, and the ideological uh, groups of the world, the uh, Christian evangelist groups and Roman Catholic groups of the planet, the Islamic groups of the, pan of the planet have given them full force of their money and their power and their uh, might 
Um, and they have very conveniently shut their mouth because they don't care about India. They have put it in their head that the word Hind, Hindu, is bad. They have made it into a negative derogatory term. They have chastised and degraded everything about Hind and Hindu, and they call themselves Indian. They are Indian first. Uh, they're Indian, Indian. But the word Hind, which was who we all are until the 1960s, uh, was very conveniently put on the bed under the on the carpet and. And degraded, and that off that that uh, out that that um, what can I say? The uh, result of that chastising, negation, and distortion has led to what we are to become today: the decaying of society. Um, and and basically, that's it. Uh, a leadership that's not that does not know how to empower its people. It's not a leadership at all. It's a colonial empire. Okay, no leadership. Um, no leadership degrades its people. No leadership plays its divide and rule. Uh, um, a leadership that plays its divide and rule, us versus them, minority versus majority, uh, a leadership that plays... Uh, plays a part in, in dividing your society is, is, is not a leadership. They are oppressors. And that's what the Indian National Congress was. They gave, they, they forced us to, to, to believe in some scam called secularism while they sold this country to the planet as cow herders, uh, cow worshippers, cattle, uh, elephants, snake charmers, dalit caste. They let the world... Uh, chastise us, they let the world uh, degrade us, they let the world say things about us without standing up to the status quo, they refuse to protect us, all they cared about is money, 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 and behind the scenes they forced us to vote for them. And that's why the Uttar Pradesh government for the first time uh, in 2020 uh, brought about a law, uh, the Uttar Pradesh prohibition of unlawful Oh, I don't know if this is the law. I'm sorry. The Love Jihad law. Um, there's a law in in, in India that uh, is called the Love Jihad law by the Uttar Pradesh. Um, Uttar Pradesh government. It's called the Uttar Pradesh Prohibition of Unlawful uh, Religious Conversion Ordinance of 2020. Um Basically, the law is it protects every single person. Um, it doesn't protect only Hindus. It is a law particularly done, um, particularly done to do only one thing: to protect people from unlawful conversion. Um, yep, uh, unlawful conversion. Any group. Okay, so it could be uh, it could be a group that is. Um, it could be a group uh, that is a Muslim or a Muslim. They, they could be from one sect to the other sect, Hindu versus Hindu, uh, Sikh, anywhere. You, you can absolutely, it, it's for anyone. It's not to protect only one group of people. Um, um, love Jihad, I'm trying to get it, but I just don't seem to get it. I had it on my screen just now. Okay, so basically... Um, this law states, 
um, an ordinance to provide an, for prohibition of unlawful conversion from one religion to another by misinterpretation, force, undue influence, coercion, allurement, or by any fraudulent means, or by marriage for the matters connected therewith and incidental hereto. Uh, it shall extend to the whole of Uttar Pradesh. It shall come into force at once. Uh, in the ordinance, unless the context otherwise requires, allurement means and includes offer of any temptation in the form of any gift, gratification, easy money, material benefit, either in cash or kind, employment, free education in a reputed school run by any religious body, better lifestyle, divine displeasure or, or otherwise coercion, meaning compelling an individual to act against his will by the use of psychological pressure or by physical force causing bodily harm and thereof. Conversion means renouncing one's own religion and adopting another. Force includes a sure force by threat, injury of any kind of person converted uh, or sought to be converted. Um, mass conversion um, and and undue influence, religion converter, unlawful co coercion, that, my dear friend, has become uh, a crime and uh, it should be a crime. It should be a federal crime. It should be a crime by the center. Uh, but no one has the guts and the courage to say it, except uh, the Honorable Yogi Adityanath. And of course, even the media who has, has got just no absolute, no... Uh, no guts, absolute zero guts, ha have not even mentioned uh, this, this, this man's name. Um, it called him a stalker, just a stalker. Like, so any stalker comes up and, oh my God. Um, really, it is, um, it, it, it is... It is a crime in itself. It's the third crime. The first crime was the that Shah Rukh Hussein actually burned. And the second crime was the uh, the hospital staff who allegedly have not uh, has hospitals who have not given the child uh, proper treatment or better treatment for the lack of funds. Um, and the third one is is the media who refuses to even say what the problem is that this was uh, an act of religious conversion uh, by uh, an Islam. Uh, man from an Islamic group, um, and of course, um, yeah, it, it's and and thereby causing uh, conflict and conflict in society. Uh, this is a continuation of colonial arrogance, refusing to mention it. Um, and this is forced conversion, which is happening, but no one will talk about. Um, so that is very important to talk about. Um, we also want to talk about the media um, over here since we brought this up. Um, now, the media, like I said, has refused to say much about it. They, they've talked about it, really, they have, but they have used all sort of backward ways uh, to not mention the case for fear of reprisal. Uh, you have the international media on this so-called love jihad and you have to, you have to, uh, I'm not even stunned anymore. I'm, I'm not even stunned anymore. I mean, if you just go into it and just type love jihad, you will see all the foreign media um, talking about uh, Hindu vigilante, an attempt to subjugate Muslims, uh, 
oh, an attempt to uh, an extremist Hindu uh, um, um, patriarchy. All you need is not love jihad, but liberty, says India. Um, in uh, Indian law threatening interfaith marriage, love jihad was a reported miscarriage, says uh, says Indian um, says uh, India's anti-conversion law. Uh, you have BBC on it. The problem with India's love jihad, you obviously have the. Uh, um, you already have um, Al Jazeera and all these and all these. Um, these magazines, the conversation, India's love jihad laws aim to further oppress, um, further oppress the minorities. Oh my God, um, forced conversions. It is a non-stop uh, barrage, um, literally. But it is okay to burn a Hindu. It's okay. It's okay to burn someone, anyone. Okay, anyone for, forget it, but let's let's leave the labels. Okay, it's it's okay to burn someone. That that is not a problem. Um, it is okay to coerce someone after three thousand years of rape, after three thousand years of burning, after three thousand years of of war, slavery. That you think that it is okay for one side to do something to the other, as long as the shoe is not on your foot. The the problem is the shoe is not on your foot, but the moment it's on your foot that that all of a sudden becomes oh my god uh, bigotry uh, uh, Islamophobia jihad phobia uh, Hindu nationalism Hindu patriarchy uh, isn't that great it, uh, why did they come in the first place why did they come in the first place why did they take all the money uh, that they came for this land. Why did they rape the women? Is that what is that what um, Abrahamic groups are all about? Can, uh, um, going against changing patriarchy for rape, changing patriarchy for for burning, uh, changing patriarchy for um, for rape, for theft, for conversion to for some salvation that. Uh, uh, that is actually pedophilia. Is that what Abrahamic religions are? Is it about slavery? Or they'll give you one line in one book and say, see, no, we're about peace. We're about the religion of peace. But we're in, in reality, behind the scenes, it's all about war. So it is, it, it is mind-blowing, but it's a fact. So don't get, uh, you know, uh, stunned by it. it the international media keeps on harping on this concept of minority versus majority. Uh, but in reality, there are 2.2 billion Muslims, 2 billion um, Christians on this planet. They are the majority. They are really the majority and they support each other. Their, their establishment uses people on the ground, indoctrinates them to use them as mobs for their agenda. And I, I spoke to someone earlier on and, and, and he said, you know what, I don't even blame those Muslim people on the ground because they are so indoctrinated by these mullahs, tullahs and establishment. That's the only thing they know. They don't know anything. Now, not everyone is like that. I'm, I'm just, I'm generalizing. But those who are indoctrinated uh, and let themselves be indoctrinated by this ideology and who are you know full-fledged uh, practicing um, Muslims or Christians um, 
um, literally, for them, it is normal. They don't know anything else. They keep themselves as blind. They have blindness, and they continue continue this. And that's why you see that guy who was who was uh, put behind bars, uh, who who actually uh, killed her, set her ablaze, Shahrukh Hussein. He was smiling because he knew that his establishment, his mullahs, tullahs, lawyers, will get him out. He'll be on bail. He'll be on bail on the run for the next. 20 years, nothing will happen. And, uh, you know, he might spend some days in jail, but that's okay. After that, it's over. Uh, he'll be set free and his, they will, you know, they will try and provide some witnesses that he was here and he was there and he was not, uh, he, he was not the one, there was no proof. And so he'll be set free. It's okay. And then they bring up the Bill Kobanu case. But why did Bill Kubanu happen? Because this has been going on for so long. It was a volcanic eruption. It's the same way as the Goldrar Rites. 59 people were burned alive. Not one, um, not one uh, media outlet had the guts and the decency to say sorry. Not one of them took responsibility or said it happened, it was wrong. No one even talked about their names, about the people. Who were they? Who were these families? Who, who, were, who, who were these people? Were they aliens? Were they animals? Were they, uh, were they goons? They were human beings. Did anyone talk about them? One single media, slimy media outfit. Anyone had the courage to talk about it. Had the courage to say, who were these 59 people? Uh, who were burnt alive. No, nope, they're Hindus. Uh, they were BJP uh, supporters. They were RSS. Uh, so they have to be burnt alive. Okay. So when the eruption happened, the volcanic eruption of anger and emotion uh, rupture happen, happened, which is what exactly happened, uh, which is what they want you to do right now. They want you to erupt so they can, so that they can uh, use your eruption in your volcanic eruption to see, my God, we're victims, we're victims. So it is important just to quickly go off this topic. Do not use any violence. We do not want this to get into any violent activity. We want to have a conversation. We want to keep the violence down, zero violence, because this is exactly what they want us to do. And that's the only way we're going to succumb. They're going to use that just to, to, uh, to degrade us any further. Um, as, as people who are children of a lesser God need to be born. So please do not use any violence. But this is what happened in, in the case in, um, in, in Gold Run 20, 2022. It was a setup. It was an absolute setup uh, by the losing, uh, by the opposition of that time who knew very well that they had lost power at the center. They had lost power at... at um, uh, they had lost part of the state level. People were angry after f 50 years of Congress rule and nothing had happened. They were completely angry. They voted them out in a democracy, in a clear way. The Congress, as usual, never introspects. Guess what you, the next? The goons who, who, who supply the Congress with their, whose lobbies buy out the Congress needed you know, knew that they were going to have their eyes, no one's going to say anything against them because the Congress the Congress was there to support them. They wanted power back. So the only way is to show that the Hindus are communal, the Hindus are violent, the Hindus are the big bad people, and, and the narrative of Muslims being uh, poor little victims had to be shown in broad daylight. They set the train on fire, 59 people 
guess what? The next thing you know, there was rape, there was murder, and unfortunately, a lady called Bilku Banu was raped and gang raped. And the hue and cry about it worldwide did exactly what they wanted uh, to happen. They they showed, they portrayed India, and they portrayed the Hindu as the same way as what they were doing for the last 3,000 years, as the uh, pedophile, as the as the um, um, as the pagan, as the politist, as the untouchable, as the Dalit, as the cow worshipper, as the snake charmer, these uh, oh, as these Hindu patriarchs, the Brahmin, the big bad Brahmin. This is what they've showed the Hindu as, and this is exactly what they want right now. But they will never say have the courage to say anything, and this is not only against the Hindu. Anyone who does not submit to their power or their, uh, their alcoholism for power, their colonial arrogance will be put in the same boat even if you belong to their group. So, like in the UK, we had from the late 1990s, my dear friend, from the late 1990s to, the, to recently, as of two, three years ago, uh, before COVID, um, there were gang rape cases of, of white Anglo-Saxon girls being gang raped by Muslim gangs, predominantly of Pakistani origin, but they were um, they were they were gang raped, but they were Muslim of Muslim background. Okay, they could have been some others also. We don't know exactly the stats, but we know that the bulk of them were Muslim, were Islamic. Um, now these people too. Um, these Islamic people, um, I, I, in a way, I feel sorry for them because they were indoctrinated. They were used by the establishment. They were used by the establishment. Uh, they were gang. They they were indoctrinated. They were weak. They were powerless. They were weak. Uh, they were indoctrinated. They were sent to these mosques. They were indoctrinated by these mullahs, tullahs. Next thing you know, they were used uh, using this surah, uh, uh, surahs. 4.55 and 4.56. Uh, they were they were used um, to rape Anglo-Saxon girls because the British government was so scared of being called racist, racist, racist. Uh, they kept quiet. They turned a blind eye. They gave them a green card, and for 20 years, these people, these girls, were raped. No one, no one said anything to them. Absolutely no one. No one. So they had a green card to do exactly that gang rape. And the BBC and British TV, instead of taking cognizance of this, instead of standing up, whether whichever the side, because there is rape going on, they just closed their eyes and whoever stood up against them, they called them bigoted, they call them Islamophobes, they call them... Um, they call them... Um, uh, uh, and uh, fascist, they they chastise them. They put false cases on them. They put false. Uh, they 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 um, degraded their families. They harassed their families. They completely put them in prison. And there were plenty of and there were plenty of people crying help, and they just refused to help. And every case was put under the table. Uh, Really, you have not seen anything. If you have one uh, minority person being raped, one minority person, there's a hue and cry, a huge hue and cry, and the world comes down. But the moment, the 
the moment uh, a local uh, a, a Britisher, um, a, um, a Anglo-Saxon is raped, is is burnt alive or raped, it's okay. Not one word, and you will just be called a bigot. However, like I said, um, they will make such a hue and cry about something happening to them. But what these Abrahamic groups do not get, we are cycles, we are currents and waves. If you do something, you give the key to someone to do the same thing. It doesn't stop. The currents don't stop. You go to the beach, it does not stop. Do you see the current stop? You have to clean the ocean. You have to clean your mind. Every junction has to be made into an intellectual laboratory and offloaded. The negativity offloaded. The the the, the junction has to be has to be made into a, a, a learning curve. What can you learn from it? What happened? What were the currents that that brought us to this that brought this confluence together? What were the currents that led up to this moment? What were the actions that led up to this moment? How it has been repeated cycle after cycle? The labels could have changed, but the mentality has been the same because we are currents and waves. And this is what Abrahamic groups do not understand. They are flattered. Us versus them, uh, God versus the uh, hell, God versus the pagan, God versus the bigot. Uh, we are, we are, uh, we are lovers. The other person are haters. This is the new word. We are pure. The other, we are people of colors, and the other people are big, red, white people. Uh, we are victims, and the other are oppressors. No, it's a cycle. Every single one will go to every angle in the cycle. It is important to do that. If you do not talk about it, you do not take cognizance of it, it will repeat. And that is why we need to have this conversation about, about the murder and rape um, of Hindustan and her people, um, the rape of our mind, the exploitation of our mind, the degradation, the degrade, um, the... Um, the derogatory comments and, and narrative about our Vedic civilization that has been perpetuated for the last thousand, uh, last two thousand years, um, and and now come to an absolute volcanic eruption with the Indian National Congress, who has degraded us to the core, has sold us to the highest bidder. We have to stand up. It's not over. We have never succumbed. The rain, the, the currents don't stop. The sun will set, but the sun has to rise, and you have to take cognizance of it. Um, and that, is, my dear friend, is important for us to have that conversation. Um, what I also want to say is, um, yes, um, as an ex-Christian, I have to tell you I'm ashamed of it. I am ashamed, and I know that uh, Christian groups are involved in this, and the biggest problem is proselytization, and this is one form of proselytization. The Christian groups are involved in this. They may be not raping people, but at one time, Christianity spent its life and its history burning people on crosses only to... Um, only to make sure that they they succumb uh, they they uh, become part of the empire. If you look at Christian history, this has been a big big part of their history. Burning people alive, they call them witches, they call them heretics, they call them pagans. We spoke about this a couple of days ago, and they were burnt alive. 
Okay, they burnt Jews alive. They burnt uh, anyone who did not submit to their colonial, to their arrogance. So this is pre-colonialism. I'm not talking on the last 400 years. I'm talking of before. So this is part of uh, Christian history. We have to know it, and it has happened. It has happened on this subcontinent, and this subcontinent, uh, with the invasion of the Portuguese, um, when the Portuguese came to Goa and the west coast of India. Many locals, including Jews um, and Hindus, were burnt alive, were put on crosses, uh, burnt. Uh, it was called the Inquisition, my dear friends. If you, we've talked about this, uh, you can look it up. And this is part of the journey. Now, they may not burn people anymore, but their lies that they are some type of God-given uh, um God-given um, group of people, um, angelic people who've come here to for salvation, um, is not working anymore because they are not here for salvation. They are here for politics, and their proxy war is still going on. This, my dear friend, facilitation is a proxy war. Okay, just remember it. It's not just proselytization. It's a proxy war to change the demographics in the land of the land into their favor for money and power, not for God because their God doesn't exist. There is no such thing as God. Uh, it is very, very important for you to have that conversation. Um, so Christian groups are also responsible for this and they also have bought out the Indian National Government uh, Congress at the center for a very long time to keep quiet on the activities and this eruption right now is uh, this volcanic eruption right now is a big part their fault at the same time. So that is that is this one another group is important. Uh, Proselytization has to be made a crime, my dear friend, and it is responsible for this uh, uh, this this uh, incident that went on with Angita. Proselytization has to be a crime. Propagation of your colonial empire and your colonial arrogance and ignorance as some God-given gift is a crime. Uh, it is not religion. It is not God. God does not need uh, man to propagate his knowledge. Okay, God made the sun, the moon, the stars. He does not need a, a, um, a colonial empire. This is wrong. These are people who are relics of colonial empires and all they want is to get back to power. That is what they want, to subjugate people for their, uh, for their sick, uh, disgusting uh, reason for uh, past-centric uh, minds and keep people as keep people as slaves in, in the thousand years in from from the time uh, from the time that uh, islam has come on the continent have we in, invented anything have we made anything have we uh, in, have we contributed anything there was no science by the moguls there was definitely no science by the delhi sultanate but the different nawabs there was no science no creation no invention by any of them can you tell me uh, why? So why should we have to succumb to them? Why should we have to patronize them? No. What is Christianity done uh, with the with the Portuguese? Nothing. 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 What did the British do? They took away our school system, which whatever was left of it after the invasion of of. Uh, Islam, um, they took away the school system, put their school system in it, and then said, oh, we're giving you a modern life. Yes, but we also had a life that was modern, that's why you came. 
you wouldn't have come if the life was not modern if you didn't have and uh, if you didn't have anything if you if you had so much of modernity you wouldn't be going to the other side of the world to sell your goods and services they had nothing except weapons uh, boats big boats big ships guns muskets that's all they had at that point of time and with the money they used from all their colonies they had an industrial revolution the money funded the industrial revolution where did we get the money from uh, in this country because we were a land of plenty we were a land of money schools we had education every village every temple was an education uh, institution every temple was uh, had the had uh, a goal of making sure that the villagers had knowledge including the shudras on the ground the lowest of people were given knowledge were given uh, were given an education were knew how to read and write there were more shudras in school than, than there were uh, than there were brahmins and and that is the travesty of, of justice and so they came here and now they want to continue their colonial arrogance so they have not really taught us anything uh, they've not given us anything. We don't owe anyone anything. And it's enough that we have to subjugate to this lie and the colonial hangover in the name of some god. Uh, so proselytization is a continuation of their colonial hangover. It's a crime. It has to be stopped. The silence of the government, okay, uh, the Indian National Congress, who kept quiet on this and gave a green card to everyone to continue this uh, arrogance, uh, is the biggest part of the problem in order to to get the vote bank for their votes, which is not going to happen anymore. That is the that is one of the problems. The silence of the current government, the BJP, is also a problem. Uh, that they have kept silent on this. We voted them in power for a reason. Not me, but the people. Uh, and their silence on this crime is uh, is not acceptable. Okay. Besides Yogi. Um, there is no one doing anything against this. It is a crime. It has to be done. It has to be talked about. Uh, that this is going on in different homes. It has to be talked about. Uh, and it has to be brought into the public sphere. Uh, it has to be um, discussed in the public sphere. And that they're not doing enough. They're not protecting and they're not criminalizing the people who are behind this. The institutions that are behind this. Uh, for for the sake of of their name, uh, I'm sorry, this is not acceptable. Um, our silence, the silence of the people on the ground, is not acceptable. Uh, the silence of the people uh, who are scared to have this conversation, that's not acceptable. So this is another solution. You have to, my dear friend. Um, you have to absolutely. Um, do something about it. You have to talk about it in your homes, with your groups, with your friends. You write to your uh, local leaders, write to your politicians, uh, write to your local police officers. You have to form groups to, to support one another and, and, and uh, make sure that your friends and your family are safe. You have to look out for one another. That is another solution. You cannot let these people just come in and do what they want. You, you, ha you can form groups. Groups of people or friends who support each other, stop this conversion, stop this proselytization, and groups of people who, who uh, raise the alarm every time these goons, these colonial goons, come for their proselytizing uh, ways. Um, 
you can also stop uh, putting money uh, in, in the hands of Bollywood uh, by buying uh, their tickets. Bollywood is not acceptable because it is a scam and it is, I wouldn't say a scam, but it is a front for these people. Uh, it is, and they, they, they are absolutely silent on what is going on. So every time you, you, have, you go to movies, you're putting money in their hands. Churches, mosques. Stop putting money in churches and mosques. Uh, just stop it. They're dargahs, they're, they're saints, they're crosses. Uh, no, stop it. The temples who don't stand up against this, the temples who are quiet, uh, the temples with their priests and the yogis and, and, and the pundits, if they're going to chant mantras all the time, that's not acceptable. The temples were, were places of knowledge and dialogue, discussion uh, in the ancient world, and that's why they were there. They are not doing it now. The only thing they're doing is chanting mantras. They're no use for them then. Okay, the temples have to start having these conversations again, having these conversations about people, of what is going on in society. They have to protect the society around them, and they have to stand up against this. If the temples don't stand up against this, I'm sorry, but then you don't don't subscribe to them. Don't put money in their pockets. Um, all meat products are controlled by the halal ed, uh, ecosystem. All meat products uh, in India. Uh, stop eating meat. Yes. Every meat product is controlled by the halal ecosystem. Stop eating meat, my dear friends. Almost all. Okay, I'm not going to say all, but almost all. And I apologize for that. Um, so, um, yes, stop eating meat. Because every time you eat meat, you put money in their hands. And, and this is why it's continuing. As long as they have money, they will continue their colonial arrogance. You want to stop their colonial arrogance, you have to stop putting money in their hands and stop eating meat. Yes. Every time you eat meat, they make a buck on you and their colonial hangover and arrogance will continue. You want, as someone said, the money stops, the respect starts. Um, all donations to churches, mosques, stop. Stop. You, you don't you you do not need to to put your ch give money and donations to these uh, colonial uh, relics of empires I'm sorry the hangover has to stop um, remove your your children from convent schools your convent schools your madrasas remove them okay because they are just teaching you to be dumb and dumber um, it has to stop they, they sell you, uh, oh, we must respect all religions behind the scenes. They're facilitizing, they're burning, they're raping, uh, they're coercing. Um, it has to stop. Uh, they pretend that they are so angelic, they come straight from God, they're praying to God. Uh, and they're raping, their own, they're raping their own nuns at the same time. So uh, get your children out of the convent schools, and as an ex-Christian, I can tell you, it, it is a must. Um... um like I said, um, one thing I need to, you to know also that this is not, it doesn't happen, uh, this, this, this murder, this, uh, this murder of Ankita and people like her, don't only happen to other groups, they happen internally also. Very important to understand what I'm saying is that a lot of us who are Muslims, Christians, who want to leave this colonial prison, uh, we are not allowed to. We are, if we make one sound, Okay, if we want to marry outside uh, our groups, our families will 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 chastise us, beat us, abuse us. Uh, there's rape, there's gang rape uh, to fellow Muslims. Uh, so a Muslim family will not allow a Muslim another Muslim girl to leave. Will not allow another Muslim girl to to um, 
have a life, will not allow another Muslim girl to, uh, if she wants to say, no, I'm not interested, uh, they will not allow her. She will be, she will be abused. She can be killed if she dares to say that she's not interested anymore. She can be killed. And there's a lot of this murder going on within Muslim communities to stop their women from going out. Uh, it happens. It doesn't only happen to Hindus. It happens within the communities. It happens to Christians too, and it happened to me, and that's why I'm talking about it. Um, Yes, when I, I wanted to marry someone who was, uh, who was a non-practicing uh, Christian, uh, non-practicing, um, that means he's given up, uh, there was a hue and cry about it. I, there was a priest that was brought home. There were people that were brought home. I was chastised. I was degraded. I was made to feel uh, ashamed. I was made to feel low. I was told lies. I was, I was told a whole lot of things that I was made to feel uh, like I was doing. I was going to hell. That I'm the worst person in the world. I'm, I'm so bad. Uh, they didn't even know anything that was going on because I didn't even tell them much because I knew this was coming. And they. Really really just bought the heavens open onto me. Uh, I managed to to say enough is enough and I, I'm going on with this. Um, but it, it traumatized me, not to say that I was not traumatized before by my family. It traumatized me um, and uh, it took me a long while to get off the trauma and have the courage to stand up and, and talk. And, and I've not come here because I've not come to this point because I, you know, decided I, I've, you know, I just want to talk. It's, it's taken a very long time, a lot of healing, a lot of uh, illness, uh, going to the trauma, a lot of it. Um, um, yes, it, it's taken a lot of that. And so it's, it, it happens, it happened to me, and I know that it happens to other people. So spare a thought for those people within the system, within these groups who want to get, who want to leave these colonial, um, prisons, um, but we're not allowed to, we are, we are degraded and, and coerced into remaining on the plantation as much as possible so that they can use us as the next generation of slaves. And it happens more than you, you think. Um, unfortunately, no one talks about it, but it does. Uh, there is an exodus that's happening, and that's why we're leaving, because we refuse to, to submit to their colonial arrogance anymore in the name of some god that doesn't exist. They're actually pedophiles and, and, and uh, everything that you don't want to, to know about. Uh, it is is a truth uh, it is the truth and it's time to stand up and have that conversation please do not let Ankita's life go um, um, Ankita's life go in vain please stand up have that conversation for her have that conversation with your friends with your family do not be complacent do not be docile because you do, do not be in denial because the next person is you the next person is you. Uh, do not think it's not going to happen to you. It will happen to you if you stay quiet about it, if you stay complacent about it, if you do not stand up, um, if you do not have a voice, it will become a problem and you will be part of the problem. Your silence is part of the problem. So please stand up and say something. Have that conversation right, right, right. Externalize your emotions. Give yourself that control vent the history, the uh, the history of this, how far can we go back, how every group has involved in this, uh, how this has become now an ideology of Abrahamic groups, and how we can we, we can stop it by, by forming groups uh, to support one another, not violent, but support one another, raise the alarm everything, every time someone happens, uh, take it up with the police, 
write to the police, write to your politicians, write to your local leaders and, and, and make sure that they do something about it and, and do not stay quiet if your local leadership is not doing anything about it. Um, again, no violence, my friends, zero violence, okay? They want you to commit violence, but you need to understand any type of violence is going to put you more in, in, into a further hole rather than, than heal, because we want to heal from this. So uh, I will end this because I've been talking for about 70 minutes now. Um, it is very emotional for me to have this conversation, and, and that's why it's just coming out. I, I've written some notes, but really... Uh, really, uh, it is not something that uh, I thought I was going to talk about. I was going to talk about something else today, and I will talk about it tomorrow. Uh, something that's related, uh, sati actually, and how um, the women of of the country um, self-immolate themselves uh, to 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 stay away to prevent themselves from being enslaved by these same colonial invaders. Um, yes, my dear friends. So it is, uh, I'm going to take your leave. I thank you for your time. I wish you all the best. Please say a prayer for Ankita, her family, if you can contribute, if you have any way of contributing to a family who is poor, because it's supposedly said that her father earns 200 rupees a day, which is nothing in this day and age. They are poor. They need your help. And, and if you could help them, um, that'll be really great. Uh, so thank you very much for your time. I wish you a lot of peace. Uh, cheers and stay safe, my friends.